0: Welcome once again to superhero stuff you should know. This is the Ben Wing, and with me, as usual, is
1: the Andrew Wing, your wingman. <laughs> doing wingy things, and, typing uh, in wing nuts.
0: We're back to doing rankings,
1: the wingdings. Wing and
0: yes, uh, we've got an upcoming Batman—I mean Flash—movie, and so it's going to be a <laughs> couple new vehicles that we haven't discussed or ranked before. Uh, and so for this week, we're talking about. The Batwing, or as it used to be called, the Batplane. And uh, we're going to go through each of the ones in live action, including the one that'll be in the Flash and rank them according to our tiers. So we're bringing back the tier maker, everybody, for anybody who missed it. Uh, So our usual rankings for those who missed them are S tier at the very top, then A, B, C, D, E for anything in between D and F, and then for F, we got the honorary, or not so honor, the dishonorary, goose egg <laughs> slash it log, which means just flat out, not just an F, but a zero. Goose egg. Flat zero. Goose egg. Uh, so Or it log and Tagalog, as our assistant Dan has pointed out to us, so uh, we've thrown that in there as a tribute or to it him, means,
1: too. It means just egg, I think. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure in Tagalog.
0: Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, so these, is, these are the Batwings. We don't have nearly as many Batwings as we do with Batmobiles or Gotham Cities or bat caves, but uh, we're going to do the best we can on this one. So in live action, we have a whole bunch of them. And I was thinking we'd go in reverse chronology. Uh, this time, we usually start chronologically, but uh, I think you and I have a similar opinion about the 89 Batwing. So we're going to go, we're going to save that one for last. <laughs> and uh, this is an easy one, by the way. This is like usually <laughs> everyone knows where it's going to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the
1: way, you know, welcome to one of our shorter episodes, everybody. You probably saw the runtime when you clicked, and you were like, hey, all right,
0: I can watch this. Don't have to I listen to these
1: jackasses too long this week. <laughs>
0: I can get on to something else. <laughs> it'll just me, or some people are just like, "This is bullshit." It only cover my commute to work, but not from back from work.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So I don't know. We'll, we'll see, or maybe we'll pad this out. But uh, yeah, it'll be in reverse chronology: the Batwing from the Snyderverse, uh, the Bat from The Dark Knight Rises, the Batwing from Batman Forever, then the 1989 Batwing, and then we'll have some discussion and sort of a preliminary ranking for the upcoming Batwing in The Flash. So. Uh, again, this is just live action in the movies, but for the Patreon, we might expand into the uh, other designs and animation. Uh, there's a lot more in animation, so maybe that's going to be where everybody needs to hear the longer episode. Okay. So, uh, But yeah, let's, uh, let's start, however, with a brief history of the Batwing. So uh, just to go quickly into it, uh, the Batwing was originally not even called the Batwing. Uh, it was originally not even called the Batplane. It was uh, the Batgyro uh and uh that's because gyro was, or gyro uh yeah that's probably how it is pronounced. <laughs> it's pronounced it's gy- of, like a gyroscope of the, yeah uh the autogyro was the name of this sort of early plane type of thing that had a propeller and that's what uh the bat gyro uh looks like in detective comics number 31 as written by Gardner Fox who also created the batarang in the same issue so batarang and uh, the early version of the batwing batplane is in the same issue thanks to Gardner Fox. So, thank you, Gardner. Incredible. And uh, this is Batman Two facing flying off against the vampire, things. the mad monk.
1: Batarangs fly and the plane flies, basically. That's true, too. The guy had it on the brain.
0: Yeah, and it made the most sense in this story, because he, tra- he literally had to travel to Transylvania <laughs> to uh, <laughs> take down a vampire. So uh, that's kind of how things started. But uh, the next time we would see it, it would be called the Batplane, um, gone would be the propellers. We would have sort of more of a bat, uh, you know, head in the front, as you can see here. This the very
1: uh, next issue, or how? What's a?
0: A few, a few issues later. So this is Batman okay. number one in 1940. Uh, it's called the Bat Plane, uh, and he's once again fighting monsters. He's fighting uh, Hugo Strange's Monster Men. So something nice. about the Batwing and monsters is uh, kind of an association, which I guess does come to life in one of our uh, versions of the Batwing in the in live action, but. It's the Batplane in Batman number one. And uh, it also has something that's not on uh, vehicles, n- not on a lot of Batman vehicles we associate now. And that's a huge-ass machine gun that he uses to mow down the monsters that <laughs> 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 we can see in this shot. That's kind of been replicated in uh, the other times that most of, the Bat- most of the time the Batwing has shown up with Keaton mowing down the Joker thugs or... Uh, you know, Bale shooting at Talia and her driver, or Affleck shooting down all of Lex Luthor's guys. This has been an image. This might be the most replicated image in, in the nineteen thirty nine comics. So this is before uh, his
1: gun rule, anyway, right? This he was like literally. Packing heat yeah. at this time,
0: wasn't yeah. He? He's—it's almost like he had it, but then he just immediately takes it away. Because here he acknowledges it, being like, "Much as I hate to take human life, I'm afraid this time it's necessary." And then in the front, so
1: I must kill.
0: He's like, "I made the oath, but I'm just gonna break it immediately, as we got monsters up in here, and I'm not—I'm not gonna fuck around with this." The oath
1: was more of a guideline than a rule, you know. It was yeah. out to myself. It wasn't out <laughs> to anybody else. Batman. Who's else? Criminals don't need to know. <laughs> the only other people they're gonna care are the people. They're dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, this is the this is the history of the Batplane. It would eventually evolve further and further in the comics, but this is the original version. So let's uh, jump forward in history. Then let's go into the live action versions uh, in reverse chronological order. So. Let's start with the Batwing in Batman v. Superman Dawn of Justice. This one is kind of a mix of, uh, it's slightly Bat-like, but it's mostly kind of like a stealth, you know, a stealth jet. Um, Mainly used by Batman against Lex Luthor's thugs right before the warehouse fight, and it's also used when he's flying around, flying back from the warehouse fight, and encounters Doomsday. Uh, It's during this fight that it ends up crashing, because Doomsday uses his heat vision to take him out, uh, and he ends up crash-landing in the Batwing. However, it seems to have been rebuilt depending on which continuity you want to go with. In the Justice League theatrical cut, you see a quick cameo of the Batwing, now nice and new, as if Bruce repaired it, uh, showing up as Ben Affleck looks at the bat uh, the Bat signal at the very end. So uh, that's in it. But uh, yeah, we don't get a lot with this Batwing. I mean, in general, we don't get a lot with the Batwing, let's be honest, uh, yeah. with the live action versions. But... Uh, this is this is the latest version, uh, before the Flash from uh, Zack Snyder, and he had his own take on it, uh, that we have here. So a nice, I think it's a nice mix of the realism with the stealth jet, with a little bit of the allusions to uh, the Bat type shape. So, uh, let's go into verdicts. So, what do we think of this version of the Batwing? Do you want to start? Do you want me to start? Uh, you start. All right, so uh, this one, it's a nice, as I said before, it's a nice mix of the realistic aesthetic and the main Batwing, but I just wish it was more bat like. You know, like if, <laughs> if you didn't tell me this was, you know, Batman's thing, it would just kind of look like a cool stealth jet, you know? So, like, it's just okay to me. It's cool enough. I think it was an upgrade compared to what we had previously, but uh, it's still like, it serves its purpose. To me, it's like a B minus, C plus.
1: How do you so, feel? So generous,
0: bro. So generous. Really, you hate it? I
1: don't like it at all.
0: I didn't know that. I just I to me, it's e. just okay. I didn't know you hated it. Uh, it's an E,
1: almost a it log
0: territory. Oh my god! For me, I don't I don't. <laughs> so like, why is that?
1: It's just doesn't look like a fucking bat. That's it. It doesn't. Look, I, I I don't look. Snyder, man. If you ever watch Somewhat. this, dude, I'm just a but, jackass oh, on the internet, and you're Snyder. <laughs> So my opinion doesn't matter. Let me just get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. But it's just the design choices, man. And look, your bat suit was incredible. I'm talking to Snyder yeah. right now. Your yeah. bat suit was incredible. Your design mm-hmm. choices there were fucking top notch. Mm-hmm. Your vehicles, though, bro. This is just not. <laughs> this is just me. <laughs> I don't like your choice in vehicles like at all. <laughs> so it, it looks like you wanted to make a B2 bomber kind of with. Mm-hmm. And it's got like, can you pull, pull the image back up again? Oh sorry, yeah. It's got like a. It's got like a. What you call it? A, um, like a foil or something. Like it's got. I don't like how it's like broken up and there's like airy bits in between and like I, like yeah, it's like. It's like completely. You know what I'm saying. It's like a like. There's like air in between it. Like a, Yeah, yeah. You between know, where like,
0: Batman sits in the cockpit and like the other wings.
1: Yeah, yeah, and maybe that makes it lighter. There's probably some sort of I design that it makes it lighter, but.
0: Dude,
1: who's buying this toy? Not many. I feel that's like that's true. It's, we
0: don't have this toy.
1: I, I th- is it true? There's no toy of this?
0: No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying you and I don't personally oh, okay. own a toy of this. I'm sure okay. there is a toy, but we don't have it.
1: It's just like, and this wasn't, this wasn't as dark as <clears throat> the Matt Reeves one would become. If Matt Reeves ones don't have as many toys, I kind of get it because it's damn near rated R. Mm-hmm. But like, this has definitely got like could be a little bit more toyetic mm-hmm. um thank you freakazoid by the way for that uh, for, for teaching word. a generation of us <laughs> elder millennials what toyetic was in that episode um but uh yeah dude i fucking dude it's just not for me man i, I do not know. like it at all
0: yeah all right maybe i'm also being generous compared to what we previously got right beforehand so that could wow. be a factor too but yeah uh, i was happier okay. with this one than the previous one
1: the bat, the bat spider, or whatever that was—all those vehicles, dude. We're
0: about to go the, into it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> his his vehicle that was in that one shot—that was like the bat tank from Batman Returns. I think that was like the one I liked the most from Snyder's vehicle set.
0: Oh yeah, from the uh, from the Snyder cut. From the
1: Snyder cut, I. Yeah, because that's that,
0: literally the, the Frank Miller vehicle brought to life.
1: And dude, I'm like, that that looks all right to me. That looks like a fucking tank. It doesn't like a. It looks like a humongous tank, but it looks <laughs> right. fine to me. Like this mm-hmm. bat wing. <sighs> that's all I, dude. I fucking right. I don't well, know. I don't I know how to c- better express it.
0: I gave it a C plus. You gave it an E, so I think it's going into the D zone. Okay, which is I didn't expect us to go off on this foot. <laughs> so this is a I, I'm me. pretty passionate
1: about the bat wings. I think okay. I, this is the, a good topic. am I'm, I'm putting like I'm not a pilot. And I'm not trying to be, but I do mm-hmm. think planes look cool. Yeah. Um more than cars I think personally. Mm-hmm. And um there is an aviation aspect I'm putting into Among Recon as well, ah, you know, like I okay. do kind of like that world. Uh so uh, maybe maybe that's why I'm extra passionate about this.
0: No worries. I'm glad I've got I've got some flight sims. <laughs> I have flight
1: sims on my computer on Oculus Rift too. Like mm-hmm. I've taken off in a Cessna. <laughs> <laughs> in, in oculus
0: and shit so. therefore andrew's the authority on this i'm no authority i'm planes. just saying it,
1: I, I, it makes me i i might have some passion for this you're, kind of thing more i don't know. for
0: planes than i am i think i think i'm just more like does it look like a bat Eh, close enough <laughs> that's about it
1: <laughs> that's well, that's me too though i want it to look like uh, a bat
0: i think yeah i think yours is more Wanting more bat-like stuff, which I, I understand, you know. This is again obviously not my favorite because I gave it like a C plus. You know, <laughs> my highest was like a B minus. I'm like, eh, yeah. it worked enough. We had enough. perfection.
1: We had perfection so early on.
0: Yes, we did. We had, <laughs>
1: and then uh, just a fall from grace every time <laughs> since then. Every time.
0: Ah <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I'm glad that we're doing this episode. <laughs> yeah. So, let's go on to the next one if we dare. Ah. Uh. The Bat from The Dark Knight Rises. Before BVS, we got The Bat from The Dark Knight Rises. I think it's pretty obvious what our feelings are on this one, but let's go into it anyway. Um, Some would say this is arguably a version of the Bat-Copter because he does have propeller-type things inside Mm. one of the the claw things that are in the Bat, but for the sake of this episode, we're going to include it as a form of the Bat-Wing. It was created by Lucius Fox during Bruce Wayne's retirement as Batman, I guess just in case he ever came back. Uh, and is ends up being used by Batman when he returns from retirement the first and second time uh, in this movie, uh, both when he returns just the years-long retirement and when he returns back from uh, imprisonment from Bane. So, uh, like with Affleck's, they try to inject a realism aesthetic to it. It's also fitted with a ton of machine guns that he uses to take out Talia and her driver in the finale before it is destroyed by getting blown up by the nuke at the end. You'll notice that there's going to be a trend when it comes to these bat wings. The last one that we covered was destroyed by Doomsday. This one gets taken out by a nuke. Uh, The bat does kind of get to show off some of Bale Batman's intelligence because it's revealed that he was the one who cracked how the autopilot worked, which is key to allowing him to survive this nuclear explosion and presumably eject right before it happens. So uh, we got the bat. I think we know where the goose egg is going, though, on this one. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I hated this thing since I first saw it in set photos. I'm like, it it can't look like that. Really? It's a fucking crab. It's a flying (laughs) crab. Let's be honest. It doesn't, like, you think the last one didn't look bat-like? This doesn't look bat-like at all. I was like, what the fuck are we thinking with this? I mean, I get that. Like, how do the vehicles, I think the bat pod was probably the best design of that because that at least resembled a motorcycle. But this one, it doesn't resemble a bat. I don't really know. I don't really get this feeling of, like, well, it's, uh, you know, it's it's practical. I'm like, it's, it's practical doesn't mean it has to be ass ugly. You know, like, it can be practical <laughs> and still look good. Especially because, again, like, he's Batman. Shouldn't his vehicles also reflect, like, the symbol of Batman? Especially because the symbol of Batman is what the Dark Knight trilogy is about. You know, like, shouldn't mm. that carry over into the vehicles in the same way? Like, It's not like it clashes thematically with what's going on. It actually fits very perfectly in what's going on if the bat looks like a bat, especially because it's called the bat. So you would think it would resemble a bat, but it doesn't. So it gets the goose egg from me.
1: (sighs) Yeah. This was not not good either, man. Um, What can I say? There's a part of me that's gotten used to it because it's Nolan. It's associated with Nolan. But... But also, we were set up to kind of know what to expect a little bit because we saw the Tumblr for two movies. So when that came out, I don't think I hated it as much as you did. Did mm-hmm. I like it? No, I didn't at mm-hmm. all. Like, Nolan really wanted, like, everything to have such a tether to reality. Like, the Skyhook thing had was had some... It was real. Real, yeah, some... Was real, right? Something real about it, at least. And it's just like the vehicle suffered for that. I think mm-hmm. uh, it's um, it's bad, but in a different way. God, dude, it's this is actually kind of tough. Like, which one's worse? Um, I think
0: this is way worse. At least the other one is like some like. The Snyder direction is what I thought Nolan could go into when I found out, like, oh, the Batwing could be in The Dark Knight Rises. I'm like, okay, cool. I imagine it's going to be some mix of, like, a stealth jet and, um, you know, a bat type of thing, which is kind of what Snyder ended up doing. But I don't know what the fuck this is.
1: It looks like a flying tumbler. There's some sort of, you know, design through line there, I think. Mm -hmm. Like, it's big, boxy, bulky, and not sleek at all. So Mm -hmm. there's that. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like it's, I don't like it either, man. Is it goose egg? It might, dude. I might, yeah. I kind of want to give them both goose eggs now. (laughs) If I mean, okay, we'll we'll give this one. We'll give this one goose egg too. We give this somebody must get
0: the goose egg.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll give this one the goose egg. But man. There, is there is something the about wings. those like open areas in the Zack Snyder one that I fucking can't stand for some reason. It looks oh too God, flimsy.
0: I, I had no idea. <laughs> it's sleek. No it's sleeker. No wonder he gets taken out by Doomsday. Yeah, it it's is. It's
1: sleeker for sure. So I give it that. It, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's like kind of getting there to be in more comic booky and shit. But uh, yeah, I don't. I dude. Yeah, I don't. Let's. Yeah, we go goose egg for this one. But I hate them both. <laughs>
0: Again, great start for this episode on the Batwings.
1: They suck, dude. And look, no one's Nolan. He's Snyder. I think has a chance of maybe listening to this eventually if he's bored <laughs> enough. But no one's never listening to this shit.
0: But... No, Nolan's moved on. like there's nowhere he's listening to this. He's moved Nolan. on completely from that world.
1: No one's like, what's the internet? <laughs> I'm shooting on film right now. So I don't even have a cell
0: phone. I'm Nolan. So... <laughs> Yeah, uh, I just, again, like, I was expecting something similar to what Snyder ended up with, with The Dark Knight Rises. But instead, we got the flying crab, and I'm like, okay, Jesus Christ. It that just, fucking,
1: that crab weird. thing, though, the bat spider is the worst than all of these, though. I know it's not a bat wing. That thing's fucking terrible, dude.
0: You mean the Nightcrawler thing? In the the Nightcrawler. <laughs> yeah, Okay. I, I, I hate that thing. <laughs> We're not ranking that one this time. I don't there's think there's only
1: one bat spider. There's nothing else to rank. So goose egg
0: <laughs> for that one. It was created just for the just for the thing. I guess it could be a Batmobile, but we didn't count it in the ranking. Batmobiles. No, a, it's that a episode was shit. long enough as it was. Okay. <sighs> yeah, it's terrible. So anyway, we are halfway through the Batwings. Uh, it's only going to go up <laughs> from here. So uh, we will so. we'll take a look at the '90s Batwings after the break. Oh.
1: It's time for May announcements, everyone.
0: Indeed, and we have some—we have some news. We're gonna be in a movie. Yes, a movie, <laughs> short film, actually, uh, done by our Patreon baby. patron. Yep, we are going on. So yes, um, <laughs> we're in a movie. It's a short film done by our Patreon patron and longtime supporter Jeffrey Scott Richards. Jeffrey put us in his documentary called All Right Forever where we talked about our COVID experiences. You can check that out when you can, but now he's doing something different. Now he's doing a scripted short film, and we're in it, and it's called Derek Magnum. So uh, the logline is, I'm reading off from his Indiegogo, uh, Derek Magnum is one of the leading directors and creative forces forces in the superhero genre today. When his wife posthumously publishes a tell-all book about his years of misconduct towards her, he loses everything. Now, years later, he tries to find redemption, in the eyes of his 21-year-old son. So in this short film, Andrew and I will play ourselves hosting Superhero Stuff You Should Know and discussing Derek Magnum. Uh, We're excited, but Jeffrey could use your help on the production with festival and marketing costs, feeding the main actors, not us, we're good, but the main actors involved, like the guy who's actually playing Derek Magnum, uh, and paying the composer for us. So. Head on over to Indiegogo.com slash project slash Derek. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K dash Magnum dash A dash short dash film dash by dash Richard S. Scott. Oh, sorry. Richard Scott J. Question mark. Uh, hashtag. <laughs> so that's a long one. The Just link so is click on. the link in the damn in the damn description. The <laughs> link
1: is on the, the description. <laughs> and then it's also we got a visual of it here uh, on the visual Uh, for the podcast uh, on the youtube so check it out there uh but uh yeah so i (laughs) i you know obviously have experience with indiegogo i'm in a recon and etc etc and uh support the arts y'all this is how you do it support a fellow uh fan of all the stuff that we're a fan of and uh yeah um let's get this film off the ground we need you know needs to pay pay his crew and all that Mm
0: mm-hmm Yep. Again, it goes to the crew. It goes to uh, helping out festival costs and stuff. Like, we we are just in it. Like, this money does not go to us. It, this is to help Jeffrey. So anything that you can over to the Indiegogo link that I will not repeat. Just click, click the damn link in the description, <laughs> and it'll take you there. <laughs> so uh, thank you, everyone. Um, in terms of other projects, just wanted to say thanks again to everyone who supported my first published fiction. Shortcut to Happily Ever After, which was a short story novella published in Metaphoricist magazine in April. It's available to read on the Metaphoricist website, as well as on Kindle and paperback, if you choose to get your own copies and support the magazine. A podcast audio version is available, read by podcast host Matt Gomez, which you can check out on YouTube. And thanks again to those who have heard it on YouTube, because thanks to you and the uh, supporters who've commented, that's Leander Nicholson and Jacob Patrick. Uh, those of you who have heard it, thanks to you, it is the number one video on the Metaphoricist podcast channel on YouTube. Number one, y'all. Thanks again, uh, for that. So, uh, and basically that is, uh, it for my own stuff, but we have a May charity drive. Uh, again, we do like to keep these charities related to the people we've covered on the show, and this one is no exception. Uh, Peter David is a writer we've brought up on this podcast a few times We covered his novelization for Batman Forever We'll likely cover his others at a certain point point. And yes, we gotta acknowledge we have joked <laughs> He's friend of the podcast, Peter David Since he was not so friendly to Andrew over Twitter years ago But again, we are a superhero <laughs> podcast And superheroes believe in compassion We wouldn't be following in the footsteps of superheroes If we let that get in the way of asking you to help him out Peter David has been undergoing kidney failure, as well as a series of strokes and a heart attack, according to this post on uh, the Ooh. GoFundMe. Yeah, it sounds it sounds pretty rough. Uh, and so they are asking his fans for support. So please give that over to GoFundMe.com/f/Peter-David-Fund and uh, help someone out who was part of your childhood. You know, he was definitely a big part of mine and part of uh, you know a part of the show in some way with the novelizations. That he's written that uh, we're bound to cover even more of at some point on this so that is uh the main charity drive that we're doing for this one
1: yeah and, you know uh, i you go ahead. said those comments before back in the day it was just <laughs> it's funny funny we're even going over this but it was just for fun it was probably even oh, it yeah. was just a little twitter thing and it was like uh, he might have even just had a bad day that day or something. It wasn't okay. that big of a deal. I just wanted to make <laughs> some wasn't. jokes about it for the p- sake of the podcast. Yeah, sorry, I didn't so, mean to make uh, it
0: sound like it was a big deal before where we hate him or anything. Like, we just no. Joking. We Continue obviously don't.
1: We <laughs> obviously don't. I'm just trying to, yeah. Uh, yeah, just clear the air on that. We're trying mm. to help him out. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> give him the old superhero stuff. You should know bump. <laughs> yeah. So whatever that is, <laughs> but, uh, but. Uh, yeah, ch- check it out. Uh, his GoFundMe will be linked in the description, and if you could throw him some shekels, that would be great. Um, he had major runs. He had really good run. What like the novelizations, right?
0: He did novelizations. novelizations. Uh, the Aquaman one, obviously that, you're, that uh, you had talked to him about. Yeah, and, and it was the, like
1: the it Hulk. was like a Game of Thrones type of story. It was like a pre. It was about Atlantis, and it was a pre-Aquaman thing. It was like the setup, the Aquaman lore a little bit, and it was like Game mm-hmm. of Thrones in Atlantis, and it was a pretty cool run. And he also co-created Spider-Man 2099. <laughs> and so how much money yep. has Marvel made off that of movie. that? It's yep. showing up in that. So it's just like, you know, a lot lot of, lot of big hitters there. Not that he needs that for money for a GoFundMe, but just to mm-hmm. show you he's been a part of people's lives, you know? So, uh, yeah, yeah if you guys could... You know, what you could probably the lowest amount is probably a dollar, right? If you could just even give a dollar, that'd be great. Um, and I guess if all of our YouTube subscribers
0: donated a dollar, that'd be three thousand dollars for them.
1: Three thousand dollars, yeah. So, yeah, over three thousand. So, please uh, do what you can, guys. Yeah, Mm
0: -hmm. all right. And uh, that is it for the May announcements. Thanks, everyone.
1: Thank you, everybody. Just wanted to announce that I have a new podcast called Gaming Guiden. It's about Japanese to English translation in this first season. It will be 10 episodes each season. If you saw the ranking every Superman video game two-parter we did here on Superhero Stuff You Should Know, you have seen Mike before. So yes, if you like video games, if you've been interested in Japanese ever, we're going to be talking a lot about just Japan in general. Japanese cultural differences as well and we also are going to have a lot of talk about 90s video game magazines such as electronic gaming monthly aka EGM so stay tuned for gaming Gaiden podcast it's already out now y'all I wanted to tell you about the patreon.com patreon.com slash superhero stuff pod and on that you get the one dollar tier uh you can join the one dollar tier which gets you the shout out on the board and either visually or aurally or both at times Uh, (laughs) we want to do the aural uh for the most part uh for newer people uh and then the five dollar tier gets you a whole new show uh this show is every monday as you well know and it's free on youtube and the what's nots and um the uh patreon show is every friday at the five dollar tier mark you can if you want binge us for five Mm -hmm. bucks and uh there's like 150 episodes uh, almost 150 at this point and you can uh you know listen to all that content there even the stuff that's been released from the vault none of that has been the full episode as well So Mm. (laughs) trying to keep our uh, $5 tier people happy. (laughs) So, um, Mm. so, but yeah, check that out. And then our $10 tier gets you all of the above plus a, uh, it gets you a monthly meetup show where you meet up with us monthly and it's like a zoom like call and we have a topic at hand or sometimes videos we react to and things like that. And that's at the $10 tier. Um, every tier, that you get like the $5 tier gets you the $1 tier benefits and the $10 tier gets you the $5 tier benefits and the $1 tier benefits. So check that out at patreon.com slash superhero stuff pod. We also got the merch, which is Redbubble, Superhouse Pod dot and on threadless, superhero stuff pod dot threadless.com. Get your Ben Man and Indeed Wizard mug, shirt, shower, curtains, and all the rest artwork by Stephen Santa Cruz. And please send us some audio at superhousepodcast at gmail.com. A bumper would be great. You, too, can be part of the show. I'm Thunderwolf Drew on Instagram and Twitter. Thunderwolf lives as my other YouTube channel, one of my many YouTube channels. And I have... Uh, Also, ThunderwolfDrew.com has my whole portfolio in one place except for Amanorecon.com. That's A-M-A-N-O-R-E-C-O-N.com. And that is uh, an original idea that some friends and I are doing where it is R-rated Power Rangers meets Stranger Things. That's the quick pitch. And... It is not a fan film, original idea. We have a pitch video right now on YouTube and on the Indiegogo page. We're campaigning right now as of this, uh, when this episode premieres. And this poster art is by ZacharyJacksonBrownArt.com. And check it out. Please support us on the campaign and more from that soon. Um, but yes it's uh, it's bloody and um, if you like that kind of thing check us out and that's it ben
0: follow us on social media on twitter at superhousepod instagram superhero stuff pod where we have some different supplemental stuff we've we i've even analyzed the martial arts stance that the keaton ornament from the flash is in so you can check that out on our instagram superhero <laughs> stuff pod uh, tiktok superhero stuff pod vero superhero stuff pod my website is benwanrider.com where you can read a whole bunch of spec scripts including gotham vampire elementary the death of sherlock holmes and curb your enthusiasm disneyland if you're fans of any of those shows check them out and let us know what you think my youtube channel is in the description below including doctor who the ronin of time an audio drama i write edit and narrate with the eighth doctor meeting miyamoto Masashi. My personal Instagram is benwanrider. If you like cats, my son, Alfie, my cat, he is at Alfie Pennyworth Cat. And if you have an Alfie yourself, then you can get the whisker box, the only cat box with a crazy cat lady and gent. And you can even check out another page on that website, superherostuffpod.com slash show notes. That includes uh, various show notes for each of our episodes, links to the scripts that we review if they're available online. Amazon links to the stuff we've been talking about, including, you know, Brian Levant's book that he plugged for us, My Life and Toys. So check that out at SuperheroStuffPod.com slash show notes.
1: Lord have mercy, y'all. Do you like hounds? Do you enjoy pooches? Do you find yourself enjoying time spent with that of canines? Talking about dogs, y'all.
0: As you might have heard,
1: Cruising down the street in my 6'4".
0: And we're back, and we're going to cover all the other bat wings, the the other 90s ones, that is, before we cover the upcoming one in the Flash. But yeah, we're at a rough start. We got the Snyder one at a D, and we got the It Log given to the Dark Knight Rises bat, though, if Andrew had his way, they would both get the Goose Egg. He fucking hates them both. So uh, we'll see what he thinks of these coming up. I just like it should be so much easier. Like, they overthought it. It's
1: just like, stop overthinking it, dude.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Batman Forever is the next one. So this one looks the most Bat-like so far are of the ones that we've covered. This is used in the final assault on Claw Island as Batman heads over there, and it manages to avoid, you know, bombs that are taking out the Bat-boat below, but it does end up getting hit by the Riddler's weapon. So once again, the Batwing gets destroyed in live action. Um, one fun fact to share is that the Batwing was originally... Going to be intact, it was going to dive underwater and turn into a bat sub, in the original uh, Janet Bachelor, uh, Leah Janet Bachelor uh, draft for Batman Forever that was covered before. So it would change into a bat sub, and Batman would come out to rescue Robin uh, from Two Face and Riddler's men. And uh, you know that's kind of one where you can read and fantasize that deep dive Batman shows up from the from the sub just temporarily yeah. uh, to save sick. Robin. So yeah, there was going to be an image where he shows up. Uh, like, he, he puts his hand on the shoulder of a henchman who's about to beat up Robin, and he turns him around, and the henchman just sees Batman with, like, the cape billowing out like a fucking Manta Ray type of thing as he punches right into the camera, was the hmm. image. Sadly, we did not get that in the final movie, but uh, that's what, it could have been a Batwing slash bat sub if the Bachelors had their way in that script, but didn't end up happening. But uh, let's talk about this Batwing. So again, this is the most Batwing, this is most Bat-like so far. I would rank this higher than the others, but not at an S tier or an A tier. Like maybe it's just because there's so many bright lights on it that kind of take it away. Um, it does fit the sonar suit, Batman, but I feel like it's it's again, it's better than what came afterwards, but not nearly as good as what came before. So for me, it's a B minus. How do you feel about it?
1: Yeah, it's a straight B. It's good. I mm-hmm. don't have, yeah, like the negativity is gone. It's left my body <laughs> at this point. Uh, this is—it looks more uh, bat-like though. So that's—it's sleek. It's good. It looks like '89, but a little different. Mm. It looks like a toy you'd buy. I'm pretty sure, if I can remember correctly, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. even then I was like you know, this is, this is all right, but it's not as good as the last one. <laughs> <That's>, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a, that's how I was probably feeling. I, if I remember correctly, like once it got past returns, I was just like, not about those toys, dude. Like we probably yeah. covered that in the Kenner deep dive. It just, mm-hmm. the design aesthetic just left me, dude. It just wasn't my thing anymore. Like in, in yeah, overall, in Part general, of it is also,
0: we were getting older too.
1: We got older, but it just got so much more complex. Like, mm-hmm. And then it would eventually culminate into Transformers from Michael Bay, which is the most complex, idiotic shit you can imagine. <laughs> uh so. Batman never got that bad, but No. I digress.
0: We give it a B. So it's, it's in the <laughs> it's B rank. B. It's still it's still better than the others. Isn't that fair? Andrew doesn't hate this one and it looks the most bat like so far.
1: Yeah, hanging like that is cool. Um That too. Yeah that was a cool thing. It wasn't as like showcased as Eighty nine, one was, but uh, mm-hmm. yes, it was. Yeah, it's fine. It's good. Yep, no problem.
0: So let's let's talk about the king. Let's talk <laughs> about the easiest decision I've ever Bat made wing. in my life. <laughs> I think we know where this is gonna go. So <laughs> uh, trivia fact: the term Batwing does not come originally from the comics, as far as I know. I believe it comes from Batman eighty nine. So this is the truly you can call this the original Batwing, not just because it's the first Batwing in you know movie history but it's the first one to literally be called batwing so uh the batwing is used in the parade sequence against the joker to take away the poisonous balloons as well as you know shoot a ton of bullets on the joker and his men and explosives on them um at one point (laughs) the batwing needs the momentum to come back towards gotham city so it goes up against the moon in this badass visual that is iconic from this movie and also very much resembling the uh the you know the original Detective Comics number 31 from years ago, where they would illustrate it as uh, being right up against the moon. So what was right the in right
1: story reason for going up so high like that, just to get the balloons out there?
0: He goes to get the balloons up there. And then he, I think it's also, he goes up to build up momentum to basically speed back down uh, towards the city.
1: Okay. But as he already left, he lets the balloons go at this altitude
0: he lets, yeah, he lets it go before this part.
1: Before okay, yeah, cuz you don't want that. I, I I look. I love this visual mm-hmm. and usually I'm not the guy that thinks super practically about this stuff, but I and again, I remember even when I was a kid I was like, that's cool, but why? <laughs> 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 but like it looks they fucking it. cool. They want this visual so bad. Yeah. Like, like I get it and I I wouldn't take it out of the movie either. Like it's so cool, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: there's a part of my brain that is not normally too active. That's about like the practicality of it. Mm -hmm. And it, it is kind of um, activated here a little bit, but I do like it overall. And I mean, it's the best, it's the best showcase for the bat plane, bat wing ever. There's with the balloons Mm -hmm. and like, it's actually doing stuff. It just, it feels like it's so part of the, what do you call it? The set piece uh, that, uh, like the other the other ones, don't I don't know they just never really got that that this just one kind feels of so, like its
0: own character.
1: It's So miscellaneous in the other ones, where this is just mm-hmm. really showcased really well. Like they do it yeah. with the Batmobiles well all the time. Like Reeves's was good, and um that first one in Batman Begins was good. Uh, mm-hmm. really good showcases, but the 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 Batwing man they just they just can't they just have not gotten anywhere anywhere near this movie. And not not, on top of that, showcase aside, design-wise, too, it looks like the actual fucking bat symbol itself. Yep. It's toyetic as fuck. I had this toy. I was trying to find the fucking picture of me mm-hmm. opening this up on Christmas Day uh, today, but I sadly could not find it. I'm like five. Uh, <laughs> I think in my underwear. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> Opening up Christmas presents, and uh, it's there. So I had this, and I did bring this to school, too. Oh, and amazing only for like a day or two. I brought it like two days in a row. And then I mm-hmm. remember thinking "Uh, like, Oh, this toy is like kind of too big to bring. <laughs> 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 like it was like, you know, and especially in a five-year-old, six-year-old's hand, it was mm-hmm. like everybody else, if they brought anything, it was just like a one action figure, you know? So you could just kind of hide mm-hmm. it or you could. So I remember it being kind of unwieldy, but, but yeah, I was super into this toy, man. And, just yeah, everything. It's like you know, it's like Burton's design aesthetic. For, you know, uh, for, uh, the Batmobile too. He just kind of nails the vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe there's kids out there that saw the Steiner stuff when they're like six, and they're like, that's their shit. But it's just right. so overthought. I think like this is really like the sweet spot. It's like realistic enough and, uh, fun enough and uh, toyetic enough.
0: Yeah, for sure. Keeps it simple. Yes. Uh, this Batwing is taken out by the Joker's long-ass gun <clears throat> containing an explosive shell. Though, as we've covered before in the original Sam Ham draft, it was going to be Joker in a tank that takes out the Batwing, which is kind of simultaneously something that makes a lot more sense while also something that's a lot more boring and less Joker-like. So I'm a little mixed on that. I think we ended up with the uh, it the it most Joker-like take on this. If
1: it was a purple and green, really <clears throat> toyetic-looking
0: tank. tank. Yeah, that too.
1: Dude, I kind of wouldn't mind that either, because that that's like it's like tank versus plane. That's mm-hmm. just such a toy thing, also. That would be cool the, though. If you get the black bat wing and then this green purple tank, like it just I could totally see that. I can totally see that. Uh, but uh, and maybe it takes out it takes out like the side of a building, so you can kind of see the firepower before it shoots the bat wing or mm-hmm. or something i don't know i don't know what they could have done yeah. but um that would have been kind of cool too it would have been kind of yeah, zanier even zanier than it already was but you know
0: yeah but uh yeah every single batwing has been destroyed on film as we see that's so uh, weird right this- it is, yeah. I didn't really notice that until I had Dan gather these. I'm just like, wait a minute. So gather the time. This Batwing gets destroyed. This one gets destroyed. Like all of them get blown up at some point. The only one that kind of gets resurrected is the Affleck one, if you're going by the theatrical cut. So there yeah. might be a
1: reason. But, like they don't. It's it's if they're gonna pull out the Batwing, it's gonna be in a huge action set piece, right? And yeah. probably in the third act. So, maybe it's just, like, it's just always uh, going to be a casualty of the third act, yeah. I suppose. And, like, but there's, Racism yeah, I guess stakes. there's yeah. there's never, like, bringing Vicky Vale back to the Batcave via the Batwing. Mm-hmm. You know, that True. way, bringing people back via the plane as opposed to the car. So, maybe they could do that in the future. I don't know. But, it's just, yeah, I, I could see why that pattern exists.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's pretty obvious what we're ranking this S. S. Yep. <laughs> so. That's not an S. That's like <laughs> the easiest S you can fucking imagine. <laughs> just like the Batmobile was the easy S too when we did. This Batmobile, is even
1: easier, so. I feel like.
0: Yeah. This is even easier because like at least the Batmobile, it's like eh, it's got some pretty decent competition with the 66 Batmobile still good, the Reeves Batmobile is still good. Yeah. But this one I'm just like, it's it's never topped. it's never been topped, and I don't think it's ever gonna be topped.
1: Are we not Unless doing the Adam West bat? It. We're not doing the Adam West bat copter because it's a copter, right? A it's bat a wing? copter.
0: Yeah, it's a copter. But we could do it for the Patreon preview.
1: Okay. Well, just re- rank the one. Oh, we just add it to this thing.
0: Yeah, we just add it to this. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. Got it. Yeah. Got so
0: it. I think that might be the most fair that way. Uh it's not. It's not like we're stretching it out just so that we include stuff that's not really. I mean, I guess it's still, like, Bat Flying Vehicles would be uh, the name of the episode. <laughs> it's if not a plane, though. Flying Fox? Yeah, it's not a plane. I also did include the uh, the Flying Fox <clears throat> from uh, Justice League, because that's not really the Batwing. That's the that's more like the Justice League's jet. Um, okay. But we could add that into, you know, the mini Patreon preview type of thing. So, But right. it's still not going to beat this. <laughs> Let's be honest. This no. is still the top. So like
1: what you know with the Tumblr, it I didn't like the design but it mm-hmm. had a really cool showcase
0: yeah I did right sure. so
1: it's like you can kind of like let it let it slide a little bit mm-hmm. with the other ones their design sucks and they have no showcase it's just <laughs> really just fucking sucks all around <laughs> and, and look I Easy hate decisions. being part of me hates being super critical to this shit because these guys work so hard on this I know shit. <laughs> and it's like it's like they're Again, we're jackasses on the internet, so I I just have have to disclaim Mm -hmm. that over and over. But, you know, just personal opinion as a moviegoer, as a person that has some, not better or worse taste, just has taste in design to a certain degree, uh, Mm -hmm. it's just not for me, some of them. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there it is.
0: Yeah, I hear you. All right, well... We've ranked all of them in the movies that have been released, but let's talk about the upcoming one. Oh, yeah, I almost so, forgot about that. <laughs> Keaton Keaton has rebuilt the Batwing, and it's a little different. We see it a few times in the trailer and in a recent one. Uh, we see that it actually does kind of replicate the silhouette against the moon, but in a different way. So this might be more practical story-wise, depending on the context of the movie. Yes, but it looks like yes, we get the yes. shot because we're at that angle, because... Batman is jumping out of the plane as you opposed know, I, to it. I'm a big dumb
1: on. dumb. I didn't even notice this, bro. <laughs> and this in the, it, like uh, doing the, the moon or? thing. I was so oh. focused on Supergirl. <laughs> That's Supergirl, right? Oh, this is I, Batman. It was Batman, Batman jumping out, out of, of the it. plane. And I was focused trailer. on the person jumping out of it. At least I didn't even mm-hmm. notice the fucking plane and the goddamn moon.
0: It's cool. Isn't it? Like, it yeah. it's kind of replicates it, but like in a way that is, that doesn't make you think like, yeah, you're just doing it. Cause it's cool. Like oh, no,
1: yeah, this actually there's some, you know, it's it's probably not going to be as iconic as what Burton did. But you know what? Right. Good on you. This is this is good, too. This is good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, props to Muschetti for doing this. But uh, you can kind of see a little bit more of the differences when our Patreon patron and fan Logan would replace the 89 Batwing with the one from the Flash uh, over the moon so you can kind of see the differences it's, it's a lot different in shape it doesn't have the, the like circular curved wings at all it has a little bit more um, like smaller little ones at the end um, at the bottom of it Um and I imagine the cockpit yeah the scallops uh, I imagine the cockpit is bigger because we saw on the trailer that both berries are in the back as opposed to the 89 Batwing where all it looked like all it could fit was just him so clearly right. at some point he thought to put in Room for people in the back. Maybe it's because he had a Robin at some point, but uh, as far as we know, <laughs> it's it's there for the Flashes, and uh, we get to see it in the trailers, and it's pretty cool that uh, they copied this aesthetic. And uh, so, based off what we've seen, you know, some may think it's premature for us to rank this one before the movie's out, but. Look, designs are designs. A movie rarely makes me change my mind on what I think about the design itself. Yeah, yeah. The design doesn't really change between when I see it in a picture and when I see it in the movie. They, maybe I have a different opinion on how it works, but, like, the design itself, I usually don't have an opinion. Like, when we ranked the Batmobiles, we didn't really change our opinion about ranking our, you know, the Reeves Batmobile after we saw it. It was pretty much the same. I mean, we talked about showcases a little car. bit. There, we there mm-hmm. might
1: be a little bit of an asterisk on this rating. Maybe we mm-hmm. could say that, you know. But we all know that yeah. at the time of this recording, the Flash movie is not out just yet. Uh, mm-hmm. So we we don't know, but we're going to do it just on design alone for this one, uh, which I think is fine. So yeah, I don't have a problem with that.
0: Yeah. So for me, it doesn't match the S tier Batwing, but it's still good and better than everything else. They came in between eighty nine and this. Like this is, you still got the. You know the black bat aesthetic. You've still got something that resembles a bat. Uh, you've still got something that doesn't look like they went too realistic uh, on it. So for me, it's an A. It's not an S tier, but it's an A.
1: Let's go back to the other shot real quick.
0: If you don't uh, the mind. one that's actually in the movie. Yeah.
1: Or yeah, that well, the the one where you can actually oh, the see Supergirl the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is our only shot of it so far. I think there actually are toy leaks of this. There are toy like leaks.
0: A, that's how Logan got the uh, got this. <laughs> okay, yeah. Photo. So yeah. so you can see the design, just maybe not that much in the trailers.
1: I, I give this an A too. This is mm-hmm. cool. This is a good update. Um, I, I mean, I'm I'm struggling to find anything Muschetti has done wrong so far mm-hmm. with this movie. We haven't seen it yet, <laughs> but. Right. I mean, as a lot of our fans, a lot of our listeners are kind of feeling at this point and the, the buzz about this movie is kind of insane at the point at the moment. But, but I mean, you know, it's really good. This is, this is how you fucking do it. You can't do the exact fucking same thing. You know, you're already leaning into member berries already enough with Mm -hmm. Keaton there, but you can't have a guy that's never updated his shit in fucking 30 years. He's Batman. He's got a fucking update. he has got a, Update with the technology. So it looks like it's like a mm-hmm. like a F 14 Tomcat or something or like some new kind of fighter jet technology mixed in with the with the bat plane with the with mm-hmm. the bat wing. And um mm-hmm. I, you know, I would get this toy. That's the biggest that's dude, that's the biggest fucking uh compliment you can say about this shit. Mm-hmm. I would buy, I probably will get some <laughs> toy of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there it is. It's a fucking good bat jet or (laughs) bat jet. Sure. Why not? A bat wing. Mm -hmm. It's like a, it might even be a plus for me. This is good. Sleek, solid. Nothing wrong with this one.
0: Yep. I like it too. I, again, I still prefer the 89 one, but I'm like, look, this is still better than everything else in between. (laughs) This is way better than what we got in the, in the, the Nolan and Snyder days, you know, where it's just like, you even see a little bit of like realistic jet stuff from this shot but uh like you said like it makes sense that there would be upgrades as well as the fact that the last one got blown up by the joker anyway so it's not like he would be able to salvage a lot uh, of that he needed to rebuild it anyway and he's been around yeah. as batman for god knows how long in the continuity it's a, uh, that we're going it's a so fun, it makes sense fun
1: looking bat design you know like mm-hmm. I, I don't know to me it's just i don't know it just people have different design Choices, uh, you know, obviously. Yeah. So, but it's just some of the stuff is just so obvious for for me. Like the it's just my design, uh, my preferences for for what I like. Are, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. But I yeah, hear. a well, a plus on the
0: same page on on this one. So here we have we are, here we have our ranking, and it's weird that we only have one per uh, per thing because we're used to having so many different options and like the Batmobiles and the the Bat Caves and the Gotham cities that some of them like take up whole lines, but. Here is just one per each one. So, uh, from the bottom to the top, uh, the the goose egg, the it long, the worst one that we ranked is the bat from the Dark Knight Rises. Then up above it is uh, the Batwing from the Snyder films, uh, given a D. Then the Batwing from Batman Forever, given a B. Then the Flash Batwing that uh, is coming up in 20, you know, the 2023 uh, June release. On, Is given an A, and then of course the eighty nine Batwing, the king of all of them, probably will never be topped. Get the (laughs) next from us. There's just the only way to top it is just do the same thing.
1: (laughs) There, there might be, it might be showcased very well, and we might give this an S minus after it comes out, just so it can be. Mm -hmm. But, but, but still, the Burton one is going to be on the top still, probably, but. But it could be, it could be, the other one could become even closer. It could edge ever so closer to the other one. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see. And the flying action that they ha- they're gonna have probably with Supergirl um, and the Batwing. Maybe there'll be some team up flying action or or something. You know, I think it looks so. like that that's that's going either from or to an action scene in that mm. uh, in that trailer. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm so excited about that movie, man. Uh, yeah. It's, 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 it's great. It's great. I love it.
0: Well, here we have our Batwing rankings. Let us know uh, what you agree or disagree with. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of angry, (laughs) angry fans of the Snyder Batwing or the Bat in the comments, but uh, you know, you can comment, it'll help our algorithm. We just might not comment back.
1: If you've joined us just for this episode and -hmm. you think we hate Snyder (laughs) <laughs> may i point you to a good six months where we pretty much sucked his dick for for what was that 2021 the first part of that year 2020 uh, yeah
0: 2021 because we were leading up to the justice uh league zach snyder's justice league
1: yeah so we you know we don't we like snyder on this podcast it's just it's, you know like we've said that some of the design choices just aren't aren't for us mm-hmm. but overall we really like the guy
0: yeah similar thing with nolan like we've kind and of no one's on some oh yeah, no one too, because the designs weren't really the strength of those movies. Like I've shot on the bat suit, <laughs> this bat wing, but like, still, I'm not gonna knock what the guy did for the whole genre. Oh
1: so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, God, purely yeah, about
0: no one... what whatever the topic is. Yeah, definitely. But until then, that is superhero stuff you should know. Big thanks to Dan for gathering the visuals for the YouTube experience. Uh, Let's go into some fan comments. So uh, a lot of these come from our discussions on the Donner versus the Lester theatrical cut for Superman 2. So uh, Christian Garcia, our resident expert on how many cuts there are on Superman movies, has uh, left a comment on just how many cuts there are for every single sound kind related Superman movie. So uh, Christian Garcia says, yes, three cuts of the first film uh four cuts of this one superman 2 II. superman 3 there's two cuts uh the theatrical cut and the tv version that aired on abc with 19 minutes of extra footage i don't know if i want to watch that one uh and the m- supergirl <laughs> movie there's four cuts
1: four cuts of Supergirl. of the supergirl movie
0: yeah the u.s Man, i know theatrical it exists cut. but yeah <clears throat> the u.s theatrical cut which i presume is the one that's on hbo max uh, the international cut, the TV version that aired on ABC. Again, ABC gets these extended versions. Uh, and the director's cut. And then Superman for The Quest for Peace, there's two cuts the US theatrical cut and the international cut that added three more minutes of footage. Thank Have you, you seen the Supergirl movie? I haven't yet. I was going mean, to wait I've heard, till I've heard it's like real bad. Before this. Yeah, that too. That's also why I'm like, eh, I'm not really these these are ones where i'm just like yeah we'll cover it at some point we'll talk about it at some point but i'm not in a hurry so that
1: woman of tomorrow man that was a that was a good comic
0: it's got to be an upgrade
1: oh yeah great Sasha too, by the way.
0: supergirl's got to be an upgrade too
1: she, i love her suit too man she's cool i love mm-hmm. that I, I love the short black hair also mm-hmm. um anyway thanks for your comment yeah so easy you. for That's me to enough, go on by a by fucking way, tangent on.
0: Yeah, that's not a knock, by the way, on Helen Slater. When I mean upgrade, I meant upgrade in terms of quality of the movie. Helen Slater seems like she's you know she's great. She's been in a lot of Superman-related stuff over the years. She's even criticized the Supergirl movie that she's in. So uh, yeah, nothing. It's we never really blame the actors here. No, right. not, uh, not really. X2 Magneto says I always preferred the Donner cut, but both films have issues. I think we agree. The director's cuts are simpler or the Donner cut simpler in that it is a work print that was completed as best as possible 25 years after the fact. Lester's cut is aiming to get a solo director credit for Lester while still employing some Donner footage. The issue is that they are now trying to create a movie around what little Donner footage they are using. And the result is a movie that is badly paced that loses a lot of its narrative propulsion in pursuit of producing as much footage for the final edit as possible. A good way to compare the cuts is actually by looking at how either director used the other's footage. Now, that's a good point. We didn't do that. Uh, Donner didn't film the fight in Metropolis, so he had no choice but to use Lester's stuff. Donner tightens the scene and doesn't hold on all the slapstick antics, like the ice cream (laughs) falling, Uh, and he treats the people like innocent casualties and distills the purpose of the scene. Superman cannot win a physical fight, and the confrontation is harming people in the city. The fight is over. That's an excellent point, X2 Magneto. Uh, Lester mm-hmm. has Donner's final resolution at the Fortress. Here he dilutes everything by adding an unnecessary confrontation with weird expression of superpowers and cellophane S-shields. Uh, the Seed is about Superman outsmarting Zod and bringing closure to Zod's and Jor-El's rivalry. Instead, we get an elongated set piece that serves no function but to draw out screen time. <laughs> He's got a point. Actually, yeah. Magneto's got a point.
1: Yes, so, thank you.
0: Thank you for that. I think, uh, I think we agree with these. There's not really anything. Yeah, said these there. are good. No, no,
1: nothing, nothing against so, these so far.
0: Thank you, X2 Magneto, uh, and then Jeremy Harris commented, "Donner cut for me all the way from it being a proper continuation of Superman to all of Jor-El's scenes being restored and making a lot of sense." Parentheses, like, when did Jor-El have time to have the recordings of his wife and the Elders? Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe. Uh, to the wait, when he says recording,
1: recording of his wife. Wait, 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 wait. The recordings of his wives. What do you mean?
0: Like, like a recording the recording of like he's referring to uh, in the theatrical Lester cut where there's no footage of jor It's suddenly like footage of other people suddenly talking to uh, Clark. So it's Lara talking to to, to him, and
1: it's the was um, is it a recording like the like a ho- recording hologram thing? Is what he's talking about?
0: Yeah, yeah. The thing that's like talking to them the one that talks to so
1: like this is the thing man it depends on how sci-fi they want to get with it Mm because in man of steel too like because we've gotten further in our technology and since the 70s and stuff and but they probably were thinking this way also in the 70s but like superman is part of sci-fi right it's probably based uh at least partially on john carter of mars etc etc and Mm -hmm. like um like i'd Maybe their idea of the Salkines was like it's just a recording, it's a holographic recording. But maybe this is a headcanon thing for me. But uh, it's uh, consciousness uploaded. So mm-hmm. it's, you got to remember the Arthur C. Clarke uh, phrase, too. People always quote, like a sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. So a lot of whatever kind of Kryptonian technology they have is pretty much like magic to us. So they mm-hmm. have. Like, whenever Zod says, and I'm arguing its merits with a ghost, you know, in Man of mm. Steel, I fucking yeah. love that line. Because it's a his con- consciousness uploaded. The consciousness is the ghost he's referring to, which I, which I love. So, maybe I'm putting my Man of Steel brain into that, but I just, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just expanding the conversation, I guess, of that this topic, that this comment brings up. Uh, mm-hmm. may, it, it, either it's a straight up just regular holographic recording, or it's consciousness uploaded. So yeah, I see. I don't know consciousness uploaded I don't know.
0: like like you do. Yeah, like it, or there's like a sci-fi amount of it that could explain this. To me, it's less about like when did he have the time, and more of just like okay, but like how come? Like we know the behind the scenes reasons, but the in universe reasons where like there's no Lara at all showing up in the fortress in the first movie, and then there's yeah. no Jor El at all in the second one. So it's just like okay, when does when in this programming does Lara show up versus Jor El show up? Now we again we know the behind the scenes reasons, but the in universe reasons aren't really explained, and nor was it explained how Clark gets his powers back in the um, in the theatrical cut. They could have even done some version of that with Lara. I guess it it probably wouldn't have had the same like dialogue at all because you can't have her it, quoting jor but you know i just maybe. like i
1: guess personally as a movie watcher that's i obviously i need some things explained but mm-hmm. i that's just one of those things i i yeah you, you do feel the 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 lack of the presence of marlon brando because it's fucking marlon brando right but yeah at the same time i don't know i don't feel like i need th- this falls into the batmobile's tires thing with grant morrison you know, yeah. that quote again. Like, I, I just don't, I don't personally need that explained for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. Maybe some other things I need, maybe, but not, not that one. Not that point in particular.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jeremy also brings up the Donner cut gives Lois respect, much like the Snyder cut gives Lois her respect instead of the whole thirsty line from Joss Whedon, where uh, Whedon <laughs> had a whole line about how she was the thirstiest reporter. Uh, but yeah, honestly, I forgot about that. Yeah, we we tried to forget. Uh, yeah. honestly, Donner cut walks so that the Snyder cut can soar. Thank God for the Donner cut. Also, thank you for shouting out SnyderCon and American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. See, like we said, we don't hate Snyder. Uh, we no, we not at all. Cited them and and uh, talked about uh, you know the the big charity associated with uh, with SnyderCon and the Snyder movement. So. You know, obviously a great cause just because we might not uh, have them as this month's charity drive doesn't mean that we no longer support them. You know, we support all these charities. just every month we're introducing a new one. So uh, last month just happened to be the uh, AFSP. And it's still a good cause.
1: Oh, by the way, uh, addendum to my my comments from the last comment. Sorry to backtrack a little bit, but just to get this on the episode. Mm. It's not as consciousness uploaded per se. It's an algorithm- that would very closely resemble that of Jor El's mind mm-hmm. as much as it possibly can via Kryptonian technology, which is technology indistinguishable from magic, like Arthur mm-hmm. C. Clarke said. So, uh, yeah, it's just wanted to get that out there. Anyway, let's proceed forward. Thank yeah. you for your comments, everybody.
0: Thank you, Jeremy. Uh, all right, over to the Patreon supporters the shout outs
1: the shout outs everybody man thanks everybody for uh joining recently like some of you uh so uh meteor p christian r uh michael w bruce k tita sketchcraft and kyle b thank you everybody for joining and uh, of course everybody here up on the board including our other supporters and you know we've told you about our friends here we'd like you to do us a favor
0: we want you to tell all your friends you're listening to the geekscape network